Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Josh, the Matildas. At the moment, our soccer slash football players mm-hmm. um, doing very. Yeah, watching some Ted Lasso. Good. Uh, I actually haven't. I don't know how it ends, and it's done. It's fully. Huh? Yeah, I know. Have you finished it? Yeah. I've I've not watched past the first hey, you know, episode. I actually win Ted Lasso then because it's the show you tried to convince me yep. on for years, yep. and I've finished it before you did. Correct. So yep. it's the slog. It's that's it. You could like... beat me with Succession. I haven't seen the end of Succession. No, no, I no, I really could not. Yeah, <laughs> I am even further behind in Succession. But yes, no, the FIFA Women's World Cup is on rock currently. No, and... it's not. It starts in thirty four days, Sorry. eight hours, and nineteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. It would well, be a bigger deal if that was yeah. on currently. It's <laughs> underway. It's happening yeah. here. <laughs> it's underway in that it's being promoted. Uh, yeah, but... I'm very excited. It's just over a month away. Exactly. Yes, but. Um... Someone else who's very, very excited, as they should be, is our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese. Yes. He's uh, very, 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 very excited for the girls to start playing. Um, so much so that he has gone on the record and said something that, to me, is like when I would ask my dad if I could stay at my friend Sam's house or if I could have my friend Maddie stay over or whatever. He'd be like, go and ask your mother. If she says yes, the answer's yes. Yeah. And the answer was never yes. No. <laughs> But dad was still the cool guy. Yeah. Because he didn't technically yeah, say no. Yeah. Actually, I think my dad just eventually was like, no. Yeah. No. Probably because mum would have had a chat with him. Yeah. Going, stop making me yeah. the villain I all don't the like time. This. But that's what Anthony Albanese has essentially done because he has said, um, echoing the words of Bob Hawke, he's been asked, should there be a, a public holiday given if the Matildas win on home soil, if they win this whole World Cup in Australia? Um, he said, look, it's up to each state and territory to des- uh, to designate public holidays. Mm-hmm. But rest assured, should the Matildas win the World Cup on home soil, I reckon there will be a race by premiers to declare a public holiday. Mm. I love that. That's essentially saying, yes, yeah. it should be, but I it's not up to me. Exactly right. I love it because I would love a public holiday, and I also love it because he's essentially gone, I'm not going to be the bad guy. I think it should happen, but... I'd like you to harass your premiers about it, not bring it to me anymore. Do we... Okay, so we are co-hosting the FIFA Women's World Cup with New Zealand. Mm. If the Ferns win, do we also get a public holiday or is it a national day of mourning? <laughs> because because New Zealand won and we didn't. What did we work? What, did we what co- do we do? What, what do we end up... I think because we're co-hosting and in, this, in the idea of yeah, harmony with yeah. our, our traditional Springfield-Shelbyville rivals... Our Anzacs. Yeah, we literally go for day of public holiday either way. You know if the Matildas or the Ferns win. What do we do now? Um, this is going to be a very out of touch with the common man mm. statement, but like, how many hours is the working... Like, eight, It's an eight-hour working day, isn't it? Yeah. If we, by the way, we're not out of touch with the comment because that's what we're supposed to do. Well, <laughs> it's in our contracts. <laughs> whoopsies. Uh, anyway, uh, it all works out in the wash. It all works out in the wash. Maybe. Anyway, um, <laughs> what I think is, if we lose to New Zealand or if they win it, we yep. have to work a sixteen-hour day. <laughs> it's double the work. <laughs> Even kids have to go to school for sixteen right. hours. Well, now the hopes and dreams yeah. and near-on needs of Australia <laughs> are in the hands of the Matildas. <laughs> We are very much, because this is starting to feel like the end of a school term, we are going overseas at the end of next week. Yes, exactly right. It feels very, very odd that we are sort of like gearing up to go and do something that you sort of would do at the end of the year, halfway through the year. We're going to Japan. Now, I'm very, very, very excited about going to Japan. I said it, uh, I can't even remember who I said it to, but it's. I think I said it to Michael on air, which is probably the last place I should say this, but... 
Um, I'm excited, and the way I'm excited is a very douchey way to be excited about this, but it's like the first time in a long time that I'm going somewhere I haven't been before. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, I, we went to America last year. That was very, very exciting, but I've been to America before. I've never been to Japan. So I'm over the moon. I'm very, very, very excited. If anyone listening um, has any contacts at the Japanese embassy and there's any cool stuff we can do, yeah, yeah let us let Please know. Well, if you work at the Japanese up. embassy and you're Look like, you, you are not going to Japan and not doing this, yeah. um, please, get it. Yeah, please get on the phone. Let us know somehow. But um, I'm actually sort of getting that service. Not that I've asked for it at all and not that it's from anyone who would be speaking with any sort of certainty or any sort of knowledge about this, but people are flocking to me like I've never seen before with suggestions on not only where to go, but what to purchase at said places. What? Like, I have, I've been... Like trin- so giving you a shopping list for you? Trinket or? requests I've been given oh. 10 so far. Presents. Like, and specifics, nons. You, one of the most arrogant things I think in the world is to be like, get me something. And it's like, oh, what sort of thing do you want? It's like, no, you decide. You know me. You know me. This is my holiday. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I forgot that me going to Japan means your birthday changes to when I get back. <laughs> that's so stupid of me. Of course. How could I forget that's how the world works? I'm sorry. When did you become five years old? <laughs> like, no. I'll get you whatever I want God, if I can be bothered. Every single time. I just remembered, yeah, I'm I'm going to have to get something for Carrie's boys, yep. for sure. Yep. Yeah, because they are actually both kids. So and they, they can make requests. Yeah. Exactly right. Oh, God. Yeah, that's going to be... leave room in the, in the suitcase. Dude, I've been asked for clothes. I've been asked what? for, uh, like, little figurines. I've been asked for books. I've been books? asked for food. That no, I, no food. That I know I won't get back no. into the country. I'm like, no. Except I haven't said no. I've been like, maybe. And now I just have to let people down. Yeah, if you've been back into Australia recently from an overseas trip, you know that video that they play is intense. Yeah, it's like, like don't be sorry. Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah, don't. I, yeah, yeah. They really are like, don't be sorry, don't do it. I just when we went to America, no one wanted anything because America is essentially Australia. It's just like, all right, you went to mm. the beach and got stuff that says LA on it instead of going to cotton on and getting something that says LA on it. Well, they sell cotton on in America. Yeah. The, the <laughs> question no I difference. have for you is, are you, are you doing any of this? Are you setting a, a friend hierarchy or a price hierarchy? Are you like, no, there's this circle of people will get gifts if they ask for them, uh, and then it will be only worth this money? Or are you just saying yes to anybody who asks, or are you saying no to everyone as a blanket rule? What I'm doing um, for the first time traveling overseas is I'm barely packing anything. I'd like to see how like bare bones I can do a trip. So what I'm going to do is essentially buy 15 items under five bucks and then do a mystery dip oh, yeah, like good. when I get home. Like, That's what I did when I went to South Africa. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. Just take something out of the bag and then we're like, oh, I don't want this. All right, great. Give it back. You don't get another thing, but yep. great. Fantastic. I'm not Santa. Yeah. I'm the good Grinch. Call. All right, well, then that's <laughs> as the world is very much opening back up post-COVID and people are looking to travel and the only reason we're doing this Japan thing is the airfares were cheaper than flying to Brisbane. That's not a joke. Uh, here's the oh, question. It is a joke. Yeah, it's a joke, <laughs> but that, that's real. Um, question to you. Is this what we do moving forward for presents for people? Lucky it's, dip. It's just you buy 10 things and the first 10 people to say, oh, yeah, then they get to just pick. Yeah. Nick and knack, brick brack, crap. Is what everyone's getting. Fantastic. (laughs) Everybody lock that in moving forward. (laughs) Ned, this is a little bit of an announcement for everybody out there. Not the story of a girl. Who cried a river and drowned the whole world. But I tell you what, she looks so 
sad in photographs. Oh, that was cute. But you absolutely love it when she smiles? I did absolutely yeah. love it when she smiles. Yeah. No, it's not that story. Okay. It's a story about something that I saw online this morning that is actually endemic of a larger problem. I saw a story about a gentleman who is facing court for basically defrauding the business that he works for. No good. So this is a financial crime. He's been accused of taking money from his boss in a roundabouts way, fake invoices, all sorts of stuff's been going on, fake medical certificates, everything. White-collar crimes. White-collar crimes. These are business crimes. <laughs> the photo they've used of this man is him in a mirror, absolutely ripped and shirtless. Pantless? No, shirtless. Okay, just shirtless. All yeah, right. He's wearing shorts. Here is the question. This is going to have to be a visual question, so you're going to have to help me out with the uh, description of it. Is it a photo with the phone in front of him, like yep. in front of the chest, mm-hmm. or is it up above? Like- it's up off to the side because looking at this guy, why would you cover up that chest? Yeah, you don't want to lose done some, yeah. He's done some serious work on that chest. He's got a <laughs> rippling six-pack. Here's the problem. Not the, not the, obviously the crime's the problem, but the, well, the alleged crime. The yeah. other problem, <laughs> the problem here is not the photo. The problem is the usage of the photo in, as it pertains to a white collar crime. This isn't a crime about defrauding a gym. It's not a crime about. His yeah. fitness doesn't pertain to the case. The, the photo they've used has nothing to do with the guy it, and what he's been accused of, except for the fact that it's the guy. That yeah. is the guy. This is just him. You could have used any photo. Him being ripped and jacked and a sexy man uh, has nothing to do with the crime he committed. Yeah, great. Listen to me and listen to me well, if you can hear me right now. If you have your social media locked down, like you should, like is the safe thing to do in the year 2023 to protect your identity and all of that, but you have a gallery of profile photos that you have used that are still public, if there is ever a news story about you, they are the photos that the journalists will go through and find. Imagine the worst photo you've ever taken and put it on your Facebook, like that you decided, you know, this is a funny one, but whatever. That's the one they'll use. Your profile photos are still publicly available even when you change profile photos. It's the only gallery that stays public. So if you've got a shirtless pic of you Mm. looking ripped from maybe like 10 years ago, that's still up for grabs if there's ever a story about you, I don't know, running someone off the road. There you go. All of a sudden, yeah, just being in trouble with the law at all, that's the photo they're going to use. So maybe today at some point, if you're sitting at your desk, Tidy that folder up. That's all I'm saying. Just tidy it up. Yeah, my advice has been, well, my plan has been I just got a photo from when I was 10, mm-hmm. and then I just every year I put it in the Snapchat filter that makes you like a little bit older. Yeah, and I, just, I keep putting it in that every year until... So now I look like I'm about 28, but it's still just a photo of me when I was 10. Unfortunately, you and I have been doing this job for 10 years, yeah. and there are a million photos of us. So That's we're both, we're both screwed. <laughs> but for anybody else, clean that profile photos <laughs> section up, or you'll be having a story about tax with you looking ripped one or the other. <laughs> Ned, yeah. right now the feels like is at minus three, uh, and 15 is what we're looking for today. I did notice this morning, though, that there was no frost on my windshield. Now, okay. that could change tomorrow uh, by maybe 7 a.m. as the sun starts to get a little bit um, more awake. Mm. The frost tends to creep in a little bit more, too. Mm. So people may wake up in the morning and, and sort of get out of their bed if they're listening to this. If you've got a clock radio and you're listening to this, by the way, Good on you. I really appreciate good you keeping us you. alive. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, good yeah. on you. But yeah, if you listening are listening to radio from the comfort of your bed. Yeah, and that's what I'd love to imagine everybody's still doing, yeah. um, like it's 2001. But no, thank you very much for doing that. Um, but if you haven't gone outside yet, maybe frost. But at the moment, no frost. Frost-free zone. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I guess I also park indoors, so yeah, never mind. 
Yeah, you're one of. I um, don't have an opinion on this. No, no. I've, I've see ever since I've started staying at Carrie's, I have to factor this in. Yeah. I was always an apartment dweller as well, and I got to not have to worry about it even in the slightest. But um, now it's a big part of my life, and I do the whole: do I put the towel on the windshield before I go to sleep? Thing. So the towel technique. Yeah, it's good because it works flawlessly. Yeah, it keeps the frost off the windshield, no dramas. But you need to know when you need to do it, mm. and that is why I'm here to say. Much like we know roughly when it's going to rain. Oh, you're saying you need to know when to... I thought you meant, like, what time of night, like, between 9 and 10. No, you no, no. To, you're oh, saying, well, I haven't like, proposed anything yet. No, I'm, no, no. I'm proposing a a test to let us know, so the Bureau would have a little subsection mm. of, yeah, tomorrow morning your windshield's going to be able to be uh, the host surface for Disney on ice. Yeah. You're going to need to be able to... You're going to need to put the sheet over or put the car under the carport. The Canberra s- Braves have been sponsored by your windshield. That's exactly right. Yeah, I would fantastic. like to know when that's going to happen and when it's not because I woke up in a panic this morning because I forgot to do the towel. And then I walk out and I'm like, I've been stressing for 20 minutes for no reason. There's no frost on the windshield. I honestly... Like, this is... I need to live your life for just maybe two weeks yep. because I am at a point now where, like... I remember, like, washing... Like the my my windscreen mm-hmm. when I like what well, my dad doing when we were kids, but I remember like enjoying watching the ice melt down and like Good. fall off. Like so, you, your problem to me is sounding like something that I'd be like sort of excited for. So I know, but I also know that it's so annoying oh, to deal with. If, if you've got a car like mine mm. that is a, a generously bit of an older model, at worst case, a, a, a garbage heap of a car. Yeah, a relic. The windshield does not defrost very well. Yeah. So it, it's a good five, ten-minute process just to be able to see out the front of the car. So mm. uh, it, it takes time is what I'm saying. It's not that it isn't enjoyable. It's very satisfying when the huge chunks of ice start to finally fall yeah, away. but you have to earn that. You have to earn saying. it for way too long. Carrie gets in her car, which is a brand-new car, and it just, like, it's gone. <laughs> it heats up like it's a human torch. So I understand that for higher socioeconomic individuals listening to this, not no a problem. A, this isn't a problem. No, 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 no. But for those of us who are still driving a 2005 Mitsubishi, this is a problem. You'd like a government initiative to be like, hey, frosty tomorrow, guys. Yep, guys, we Blankets on. We've got a windshield situation tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. guys. Rug up your car. That's what I, I'd love that. <laughs> Something that is really, really good, Josh. Yes, Ned. Oh, my God. This has actually been found in a supermarket in Melbourne. This no makes way. this so much more interesting. You were interesting. expecting a big overseas story. I thought this was going to be Europe or somewhere. I honestly thought this was going to be a European story. A one in a billion egg has been found in a supermarket in Melbourne, and people reckon that this is going to sell on eBay for thousands of dollars. Did a chicken actually lay an egg with the multicoloured Cadbury foil around it? No, 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 no. biologically somehow it's producing that now? This one actually has the answer to whether or not, what came first. It's just printed on the inside somehow. Ah, So this is why it's very important. It's got like a bit of trivia on the inside of the lid. (laughs) Exactly right. The yolk has it tattooed on it. Like, it was actually the chicken. And... Uh, why did the elephant cross the road? <laughs> um, no, this is super, super cool, I think. What is it? It's way cooler than all of the other stuff you usually see online of, of food nature where it's like, oh, my goodness, uh, Leonardo da Vinci in the, on this piece of Cheerio. It's mm. like... Doesn't this tomato look like Miley Cyrus? And you're like, not really. Not yeah, at all, yeah. actually. No, not really. <laughs> as much as any tomato looks like <laughs> Miley Cyrus. This egg is like 100% spherical. Like it's a ball. So not the egg a, is not, not an oval, like an a, egg. It's a ball. It's not an egg-shaped, it's a ball-shaped. Could you, do you have a photo of it? I do. It looks like an onion. Oh, my God, that's amazing. It's so... That's amazing. Incredible to see. It's a round egg, and I... 
I don't think you, and I mean you listening to this right now, I don't think you fully appreciate how not round an egg is. Yeah. Because I'm looking at this round egg going, can you imagine if that's what they look like? That would be such a tipsy-topsy world that we'd what all a, live in. What a horrible experience that would have been for the chicken. Exactly. Because Oh, there's like no point of, there's, like, there's no, no point easy of, part. Oh, let's be clear. Let's all get a bit immature. Like you get the oval part out yeah, of it and it's, can like, imagine it's a teardrop. That that, yeah, that would be yeah. a bit of push, a bit of effort, yeah, yeah. and then you get the end of the egg is, yeah. oh, good. You know why I know this? It's because like the the medicine that they give you for is shaped the same as an egg. Yeah. So it's it's designed to like be easier on mm. one end. Mm. <laughs> so you're saying that this one essentially is laid a uh, an eight ball. The chicken deserves a special a special a pat on the thank back. you for this. <laughs> Unfortunately, because it's in a supermarket in Melbourne, there's no way of us finding this no. egg uh, or this chicken at all. I it's the first thing that I could see someone actually paying thousands of dollars for and putting on display and being like this is pretty cool, huh? The thing that disappoints me about this is I would not realise how special this was. I don't think this would end up on an eggs Benedict for me because I would look at it in the thing and go, "Well, that's bloody look at that! It's like a ball." You'd and look, then I just crack it up. <laughs> you look at your like cracked shells in your egg thing that you leave them in before you throw them out. You're like. Put them two together. You're like, oh my god, this was a ball. This was a perfect ball. That would have been thousands of dollars worth of an well, egg. That, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. If I was working at Macca's and you just got those big, like, forty-eight cartons of eggs, I wouldn't look at this. I'd look at it and go, oh, look at that crack. Like, I wouldn't think it was that special. I actually a hundred percent agree with you. I think the only reason this is a story is because it's in a supermarket mm-hmm. when people check the eggs. Yes. When your brain's just switched off and you're like cooking, you're just like crack open, crack open. This wouldn't have even registered to someone. Because people are like, I'm not buying eggs if they're gross. Here's how we get rid of an egg. Can I say quickly, too, um, did you see the news story that came out over the last couple of days? You're going to have to be more specific. Yeah, well, Well, there's a lot of them. But there's the one that's saying that um, scientists have apparently answered chicken or the egg. What's first? Well, apparently chickens once upon a time used to give birth to live, live young. So that's what they're saying. They're saying that so chicken. evolutionarily, yeah. apparently the chickens used to give birth to live young. Yeah. And to that I say, imagine the first chicken to not. <laughs> to, to like be an <laughs> to egg. To lay an egg. Yeah, yeah. The Great. first chicken to lay an egg, expecting <laughs> their chicken pregnancy to be like, well, I'm going to have a live chicken. And yeah. then, bloop. Yeah. What the hell is that? Hasn't <laughs> happened for humans yet. Yeah, yeah. We haven't started laying eggs yet. <laughs> I've got a new story that has come from Sweden. Now, uh, we obviously here have our own issues at the moment with the Reserve Bank. We're not happy with them putting up our interest rates all the time. No. And just giving the 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 one, the last time we heard an excuse, it was Bond villain-esque. It was basically people have done too good of a job at saving their money. Yep. So the attempts to cripple the economy have not worked the way we thought they would work because people have all this spare money. Yeah, people have been hoarding their money is, away. Which has angered us a little bit. Yeah. And we were like, when we read that, I was stunned because I'm like, yeah, I get what you're trying to do. I understand why the interest rates are going up, but you're, you're punishing us for doing the thing that that's the nerdy version of having money. Yeah. Saving it is what you do when you're being responsible as. My parents never gave me pocket money, and then when I got to $100, went, great, now you can start paying for mortgage. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's not how it works. Like, I, I saved up this money. <sighs> I would like to buy shoes or a bike or something. Very disappointing. But, Ned, um, not as disappointing as what's gone on over in Sweden because the chief economist at the Danks Bank has, has said something from Stockholm that 
I think if it was said to us here in Australia, I could, well, I'm just going to say it. Would it make you madder or happier? Okay. Basically has blamed someone specifically for a rise in consumer prices when it comes to the hospitality industry. There's been an un- unbelievable rise in hotel prices and mm. also there's some, been some restaurant surcharges and he's basically gone, this isn't normal. Michael Gran is the guy's name. He's like, this isn't normal. Um, this will go back to normal. Yeah. But unfortunately, this has even contributed to a decline in our overall inflation. So they're blaming it on one person, all of this stuff. I don't know that many famous Swedes. What, what do you got, like Greta Thunberg? No, I don't know if she's from Abba. Sweden. But no, she point, is. Oh, she is from, she Sweden. Is from Sweden. Very yeah. good. But like the Abba folk, they're from Sweden. Um, Beyonce's who's to blame. <laughs> Famously not Swedish. Yeah. Starting her renaissance oh, tour, of her tour in Sweden apparently has caused a bunch of prices to just go haywire <laughs> yeah. and inflation itself has not come down the way they would like Ooh. because of her two sold-out shows at Stockholm. Bold move going after the beehive, I'd say, Sweden. Oh, yeah, no, very, very strange decision. I, I think the only more dangerous fan group to go after would be a, a K-pop, any K-pop yeah, band. Yeah, so, the BTS yeah, army no, this really is, don't mess around. The beehive are not messing around. Um, but then I don't think you'd be angry at this if you were the beehive. It's almost saying she is so powerful. Well, it is. It's not even saying it. It is, it is going, there is a direct cause and effect of the power of Beyonce. She has caused our inflation to decrease slower than we were hoping. It's like when Tenacious D played that um, show in New Zealand, I'm pretty sure, and people were jumping around so much it caused, like, it Mini registered yep. on the Richter scale, it registered as an earthquake. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to be, like, a little bit proud that you were there, right? Like, even though it's dangerous, you don't want to be causing tremors in the ground, but something in you is like, I think too, if you're going, if you're going to make fun of and uh, like a, a star or try and blame them for something, being self-deprecating is also a good way to go. You're like, yeah. look, I'm not putting myself on a pedestal, and that's exactly what he's done because he's described the Swedish economy, uh, Swedish currency, as quote very weak. <laughs> he's like, it's <laughs> yeah. part of the reason a lot yeah. of Europeans travelled here to see Beyonce. It's because their money was going a lot further. Yeah. He's like, guys, look, those in glass houses, I understand. Look, this isn't great on our end either, but we need to start helping each other. I would say, look, it's a bit out of the catalogue now because it's from her former group, but the ballsiness on Beyonce to start future European concerts with... You know what's I would start yeah. every show with this yeah. moving forward. That's so funny. And you know what's really funny is that Beyonce's net worth, she probably could pay all of Sweden's bills. She probably bills. could just fix the economy I like could that. Pay if Sweden's she would, yeah. bills or every single one of their bills. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to own the whole country. I'm worth half a bill. <laughs> it's Ned and Josh's job game. Oh, it sure is. It is time for the job game. The way we end each and every single week on this program, 131060 is the number to call. You just tell us what you do. No, you just say hello to us. And then we ask you two questions and we have to try and guess what you do for a living. Ultimately, we won't guess and then you tell us what you do for a living. Exactly right. $50 walking up vouchers on the line. We've got uh, Jamie also on the line right now from Casey. How are you, Jamie? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. Very, very well, thank you, Jamie. Um, All right. Got much planned for the weekend? This isn't my question, by the way. I'm just chatting to Jamie. No, not a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Should we just get into the questions? I've tried to go to... I believe you should. I've tried to go to the well of um, AI chat to help... Oh, nice. Yeah, good, yeah. good call. Except not, because... Oh, it's a hard question to phrase to an AI chat. Create a question to help me guess someone's job. And remember how I said the questions must be vague in nature. I just to says, not give what's it away. your job? What type of tasks do you complete on a daily basis? Mm, that's right. too. That's too specific. Yeah. 
Then I said another one. You know what? What if we spin the job game on its head a little bit and ask somewhat specific questions and see, okay. if, we, see if we can still we get can't it? guess? Yeah, can we get it? All right, screw it. I love this because yeah. I'm so sick of this not going off. Let's ask as specific questions as we can because I honestly think the more you Mate, make it specific... Ask the AI questions. Let's just ask the AI questions. Go for it. What kind of tasks, Jamie, do you perform on a daily basis? Um, I sort a lot of stuff out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What job? We can't stop your answers from being vague. A lot of stuff out. I, look, I, maybe we let AI completely run the job game. A job that sorts out a lot of stuff could be a warehouse worker, a mail sorter, a librarian, an archivist, or an inventory manager. Mm, interesting. Would you say uh, your job involves logistics, uh, mm. Jamie? Mm, not really. Okay. All right, <laughs> okay. What job sorts stuff out and there are no, no logistics? logistics. <laughs> no. <laughs> legit. Is it legit sticks? No. Lodge. Logic. <laughs> oh. Logistics. Yeah. Logistics. How do you spell logistics? I'm sorry, but I'm not sure what you're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Which I, proves this yeah. game is rigged. What I guess I asked, what job sorts out a lot of stuff and there are no logistics? Okay. Um, um, Jamie. I've, I've got it. I've got it. If you've got one, i got one. Go for your guess, Ned. Are you a dental assistant slash... No, what I mean is receptionist. Are you a dental receptionist, Jamie? Not a dental receptionist. Okay, all right, okay, 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 oh, okay, okay, no. okay, stop, 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 everyone, stop, everyone, stop for a second. What's your guess? Jamie? Do not you, stuff this up, Are you a receptionist? This is going to ruin my day. <laughs> yeah, I am. Okay, okay, Yay! Are we taking that? Yeah, are we, we are. Taking we're that? in okay, charge good. of the job game. Okay, let's I need, We in. need a win in, uh, in order to continue playing this game. So. Congratulations, Jamie. Oh, my God, Jamie, amazing. <laughs> you are one of five people that's been a part of a winning job Yay! game. Woo-hoo! We cheated. Yay! Absolutely, we cheated. <laughs> but we cheated. You yeah. have won your walking up voucher yeah. anyway, and you've been a part of that winning feeling for a Friday, Jamie. <laughs> are you elated? Uh, I am, actually. Yeah, great. As long as that means a good thing, sure. It's fantastic. (laughs) We're ready to go. Thank you so much for playing. Yet another successful edition of... It's Ned and Josh's Job Game. Josh, something happened to me yesterday afternoon that I really wish hadn't have, and I really wish it hadn't happened where it happened, because it was like five houses up from my house. Staking Lenny for a walk yesterday. Um, Friday morning is my bin day, slash morning, slash whatever. So everyone's leaving their crap out the front of their houses on Thursday. Oh, there's a bit of hard rubbish going as well, was there? There was a. F- there's always a considerable amount of hard rubbish mm. out of my street to the point where at one point someone in the street hired a skip and it was full yeah. in a day. <laughs> there's actually. Um, oh, no, I nearly doxed you on air. But. Uh, no, no, I can't say, I actually can't say that because mm. I took I took a left hand turn near your house the other day. So now it's closer. Oh, there's the a whiteboard that's out the front of like yeah, there's yeah. just a whiteboard, like a full full tilt boardroom oh. whiteboard that's like in perfect condition on the street near your house. And I'm thought, like, why would why would no one just grab that? That's there was mo- like my TV, like the one I have, was just out on the street. You're kidding? Like just r- not, the not, cords not, not got to, the cords got to have been chewed by a dog or something because it wasn't cracked. It was nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, this is this TV's lasted me seven years and it cost us nothing. I thought you were going to talk about the trampoline, which is like... Was well, your trampoline near your house? Is how much? That's how Sam, my girlfriend, knows that that's the turn off to my house. She's like, I look for the trampoline that's like 
meant to be thrown out, and then I turned down that way. Oh, yeah, clever. <laughs> I live very close to the tip, guys. Um, but while I was walking home, I was taking Lenny for a walk, and I walked past some hard rubbish of stuff that I am at heart a scavenger. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You're a tip rat. I'm a little tip rat. I'm a raccoon. Mm-hmm. I love scavenging for a, for a little bit of treasure. Uh, and I saw a chair out the front of this dude's house that I was like, Perfect. Nothing wrong with it. Bit of wood. Nothing cushiony on it. So even if it's been out in the rain a couple of days, it's not going to have absorbed anything gross. Also, it's wood, so I can just wipe it down. No worries. Grab it. Start taking it with me. Car pulls up into the street, and I'm like, "There's no chance." Guy pulls in like in front of me because it's his house, his chair, and like. He's not mad. Imagine if it's he's sitting on the front lawn chair. No, 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 no. It was it was with a button. This was, is where I like to yeah. sit and watch the world go by. I would never have done that. It was like with a microwave oh, okay. and like a yeah. bunch of kitchenware. Yeah, maybe and stuff. microwave yeah. some food while he sits, like, on his, <laughs> he sits on his lawn chair. I would say, uh, with how much rain we're having, don't do that. Dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. Um He gave me a look of not like not mad, but like, what are you doing? Mm. And I gave him a look back of like, I don't know. If you're asking me in the cold light of day, do I need this chair? No. Can I sell it on Facebook Marketplace? No. Essentially, I'd be giving it away if I was going to get rid Does of it. Does it make me mad that you're throwing it out? Yes. Yes. yes very much so. Answer, yeah. Very much so. See, so this then is I'll smart. take it. This is why you have more money than me, because you do this on the street. I do this in Kmart, where I walk around <laughs> going, no, this shouldn't be here. Yeah, this yeah. should come home with <laughs> yeah, me. why not? But I kind of have to then pay for it before yeah. that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, you're about to potentially get us both in trouble. Okay. Just going to centre myself. Please do. I came in to do the show this morning in the studio, and the chair that I sit in has been altered in not just an up and down direction. In a what sort of way? It's been tilted forwards. An inclination sort of way, like Mm -hmm. if you're on a, like a elliptical or whatever. That may be very, very clear. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that wrong with adjusting a chair that's not yours up and down because that's an easy fix. And no one's the same height. Like, you can't – there's nothing you can do about that. No dramas. But if you are going to sit in a seat that is not yours or is a communal seat or is whatever and you start to adjust backrest height, backrest inclination, general R-sit area inclination – you are dangerously selfish and insane. Yeah, because that's you're like, you're not going. Hey, I'm this size or yep. I'm this height. Yeah, you're this like is my this personal is how- preferences to a seat that isn't mine. Exactly right. That is all I have to say, and it applies to every office seat in the world. Mm. <laughs> you have your set seat. I would argue that this seat I'm sitting in now in the studio is not mine. I would say that's also true. It is everybody's seat because you have to sit behind the console to run the radio studio. This is everyone's seat. Yeah. Hence why I leave it at a default inclination. The backrest is a default setting, and all I ever do is adjust the up and down. Mm. But my desk seat, oh, if someone was to sit in that and start going to town, it's the Wild West. I would be out of control angry because that is my seat. That yeah. is the seat that I sit in every single day, and it's for me. It's my seat. It has your butt mold in it. It is my butt. Butt has yeah. been. Tailor made for this seat. Yeah, butt mold's a gross thing to say, but if your it's chair, true. if your chair has the mold of your ass in it, it that's your chair. Like you, unfo- you lay claim to that chair now. The reason I say it's dangerously selfish, bordering on insane, is because if you sit in a chair and go, "I'm only going to be here for a short amount of time, but I best get myself optimally comfortable yeah. at the 
at the absolute sacrifice of everybody else, including the person who mainly sits in this chair, what else are you doing in your life that serves only you? That scares me. You're out yeah. there in the world. You're a deranged human You're being. You're out there just doing whatever you need to do to make you feel good. That's, yeah. And that scares me, quite yeah. frankly. It worries me. You probably should talk to a therapist about that. <laughs> if I someone, do. Yeah, if it's not helping. If people going out there and doing things that make themselves happy for their own mental health but that makes the them sac- better. But at the yeah. sacrifice of everyone that's else. True. That's, that's the so point I'm making. Yeah. I think you should be able to do whatever. You, you're on the pursuit of happiness. I get it. But just not at everyone else's expense. No, I agree. And if you're the kind of person that can't sit in an office chair for five minutes without getting it exactly the way you'd like it, despite whether it's your chair or not, you, what else are you doing? Yeah. What else are you out there doing? That's what worries me. I think you need to take it into your own hands and get like a cat, like a, one of those donuts that people sit oh, on yeah. when they yeah. have hernias and stuff. Great like call. Because you, you can take that everywhere and that can be your own personalised little donut that you sit on. But to change everyone else's way of life, no, 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 no. We're in Sydney over the weekend and the only hotel we could stay at um, because it was very, very booked out over the weekend they did a bit of uh this is not an everyday this is a sometimes thing did, a bit, right, of, did a bit of valet parking <laughs> and uh no no let me be very clear when i got back in the car after the valet parking the valet parker had adjusted everything i'm talking side mirrors that's so i'm funny. talking rear view mirror yeah. the seat was adjusted height back and f- like and true closeness to the pedals so every adjustment they could make to the seat they made it i'd do that all the time if i was valet parking this is the only one up I'd get on the people whose cars I was you just destroy mine. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's exactly right. It's like I'm not doing anything that you can legitimately get mad about, but it's so annoying because everyone knows everything exactly what that to, feeling everything is. Everything had to be reset. Yeah. You know what? You're right. The valet Parker was doing it on purpose. The people with office chairs, I, I maintain what I said. Agents of chaos. It's a scary level of selfishness. Yeah. <laughs> don't adjust yourself. Don't mat don't you just Josh, by the way, Josh just looked at Not even at me or producer Michael, just like off into the distance like he'd written Hamlet or something. Like he'd made the best point a human being's ever made. I did do that. Yeah. And the reason I've done it... By the way, I've indulged this. You're carrying on like a child. No, the reason I've made a good point is because the coward who did it is sitting in the room. Michael was in this chair before I was this morning. And he absolutely did it. It was Michael. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra region workers, compensation specialists, Malaganis, Edwards-Johnson, Canberra's hit 104.7. Seven.